Welcome back to the Afternoon Morning Show. My name is Chris Mueller. I'm joined by Vinny Kiyomko Yap. Hello. Hey, once again, the Afternoon Morning Show is brought to you by Everyday Catholic. You can get more information on Everyday Catholic at everydaycatholic.com. Okay, Vinny, so I'm looking at this story in the news here, and I think this is possibly one of those things where this guy is just so so smart he's dumb or so dumb he's smart. I don't know what it is. But it's, again, you know, like, we, okay, man, we're totally going to get away with it. It's one of those stories. So there was a dude in Chicago who had the genius idea to change, uh, to submit a change of address form for someone else. Uh, really? So he, yes. He was not his address. He was changing. He did it for someone else, which apparently is a thing, right? Yeah. I, I don't know. That's yeah. the thing. Like, if you want to mess with someone, you can submit a change of address form on their behalf. Oh, man. Billing. that would That's the worst. Right, because you wouldn't ever. get in your bills, yeah. your car, get repossessed, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, <laughs> so this guy, you know, genius that he is, says, hey, I'm going to do that. Um, and the person uh, is not a person. It's a corporation. And the corporation is UPS. No. Yes. <laughs> that is... That's like one of those things that you would see in a movie. Yeah. And there would be like this whole elaborate thing. Yeah, but in the movie, but, it would have been a 13-year-old kid. Yeah. Right? And it would have been awesome for a while. because And it would have been, like, been made like the money. by DreamWorks or something. Right. Know? And then he would have learned a lesson and, you know. It's like Big Fat Liar. Synthesizer music, you know. 70, 70s synth. Right. But no, this was a dude who with a history of check cashing fraud. Um, oh, he has a history of check cashing fraud. Well, apparently he, he, had, he, has, he has been known to cash checks that were not his. Uh, and over the course of his receiving thousands and thousands of pieces of mail that belonged to UPS, um, he did deposit $58,000 in his own accounts. That's a lot of money. What are you thinking? That is like, a lot of money. How do you think you're going to get away with it? Well, first off, he got away with it by, because don't you have to change, you have to change your address to, like, you have to go to the U.S. Postal Office. Drop off a postcard. Yeah. It's not very difficult. No, like, you have to go and change with them. And the person he was talking to didn't catch it. I'm like, I think I think you can just fill out a postcard and stick it in the mail. Can you really? That's it. Yeah. I thought there was this this form. No, there's, like, no for... verification. It's, like, a little little postcard. What? Okay, well, okay, so there's that. Okay, so you have this guy who is a rocket scientist who says, I am going to, this, it's, oh, my gosh, this is going to be amazing. I'm going <laughs> to, this is going to be so good. I'm going to get all of UPS's mail. And then he starts getting like, they have to leave like those, those bins at his doorstep because yeah. he's getting that much mail, which makes sense. It's UPS, right? Um, okay. So that, there's one element of stupid there. Yeah. Yeah. There are mailmen dropping off and sorting mail and bringing it to an apartment and just like, well, I guess UPS is headquartered here now. I don't know. <laughs> mm, strange. Property values are going up in this neighborhood. Man. <laughs> like, there's there's a whole nother, like, those guys are getting fired. Well, you, I don't know. I mean, are they? They, they got a union. They're definitely not getting fired. Um, but it's like several thousand pieces of first class mail and registered mail addressed to the corporation were mailed to this guy. I just, I just, I just have a hard time trying to figure out how somebody like didn't find it earlier yeah. to where he could he could basically in his bank account put in fifty eight thousand dollars of checks. My question is do you think this guy like do you think he was like in his he was like, yeah, I am winning <laughs> I've got tiger blood in my veins. Tiger, tiger blood. I went for tiger blood. But do you think that was where he's at? Or do you think the whole time he was like, this is going to end badly? And he just couldn't stop it. 
I don't know, but I would I would be bouncing back and forth between the two. I would think that you would be in terror all the time because there's no way that no one's not going to notice that your yeah. apartment on like okay. the north side Did, of Chicago. Does it say how long? Like three months or something. I mean, I mean, three months ain't bad, but three months is definitely it's a, long, a long, time. long time. I mean, you mail's delivered every day, right? So six days a week, he's getting buckets of mail. Um, that that should be going to UPS and aren't man. But okay, so this is I just okay. So this is a lie though, right? Okay, and I know it's a lie for him, but like, isn't that the way it is though? Like when you when you I remember back when I was stupid, which okay, it hasn't been that long, but <laughs> I, there's not one lie you tell that when you when you tell it, it it feels like it's simple, right? Yeah, it's not. Oh no no no! Like oh, you tell your parents, yeah, I did my homework. When you, you, when you clearly did You clearly did not. You studied for that test? You know I did. You know I studied oh, yeah. for that test. Owned it. Because you sound you sound super yeah. like super confident about it. Hey. Oh yeah. How'd you do on that test? I think I did good. Yeah. I think I did right. good. And the whole time you're thinking, I'm getting away with it. I'm getting away with it. But there's a voice screaming behind, like, the report card will come. The report card will come. But and we push like, it away. I can get there first. I can get there first, right? And that's the way lies work. Like when you lie, there's always that, there's always the the person you're lying to the most is yourself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because you're oh, saying, yeah. oh, I can get away with it. When you, when deep down, you know, you couldn't, you know, you're setting up for pain. Like it didn't, it didn't work lying to your, to your parents when you were little. Right. They knew. Right. What makes you think that it's going to change on a bigger scale? Well, yeah. It's suddenly like, it's going, we're UPS. I'm going to make this happen. We're clever. Oh my god, So clever. Dude, you are. Yeah. Anyway, so this guy is, it's, it's a big deal too. Like this, just, if you're thinking well, like. That, that's fraud. That's technically fraud. It's a that felony. Yeah. It's not like, it, yeah, it's fraud. It's mail fraud. Like it, this is, he is up on big, nasty charges. He's going to jail. Minimum, I think of five years is what it said. He's going to jail. He's going to jail. Yeah, and there's no way you. Oh, oh UPS isn't going to prosecute. No, they'll, they're going to. They're going to. No, yeah. they're. Yeah. Well, yeah. that's. What do you think he like? Like some of the random pieces of mail he probably got, though. Like, there's a part of me that's like, man, he's really dumb. But there's also that, like, super, like, curious side of like, what did he get in the mail? <laughs> I think he got like, uh, like job application stuff. He got, um, you know, like credit. There's, it said he got a credit card for U- UPS that was sent, like a business card that had been sent to him. Um, it, it, he got a lot of stuff, right? And then $58,000. Again. A treadmill. But that's the way lies work. Like you tell yourself it's, it's going to work out. You, and then you, it never does. The person you're lying to the most is you. Yeah. I've done some stupid things in my life. I have not. You've never stolen anything. I've never UPS. pretended to be UPS. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple ways. It's funny because now Amazon has blown up as it is with Prime, like UPS and FedEx and all those delivery services are booming, right? Like yeah. they're doing great. Uh, and so the way UPS normally gets ripped off is people just steal packages from doorsteps. Oh, yeah. This guy took it a little bit further. Bring the packages to me. Right, that's lazy. I wonder if that's what he thought. Like, do you think when he did it, he thought like I'm gonna get like iPhones sent to me, and all of a sudden he starts getting like like bills Checks and, and bills yeah, and stuff. And things yeah. are just you know how much and how what did you what are you jokes on him? You get to pay off my phone bill. Well, how what do you do with thousands and thousands of pieces of mail? It's just you think it would just pile up. Yeah, I wonder what his apartment or his house looks like. Right, and wouldn't wouldn't somebody notice like when you're hoarder. walking down the street with like a basket full of mail that you're just dumping in a trash can? You think someone? Yeah, would be you think like, somebody? Who's up with that? Somebody I guess that's, right. that's my bigger question: is like, who around him didn't go? 
that sounds fishy. <laughs> that so, looks odd. There's so many chinks in the chain here where you're like, but like, no, but but nobody. I guess there's there, that kind of goes to a, a bigger issue is that everybody isn't in each other's business enough to be like. Okay, that it, seems wrong. It would have continued, except that UPS was like, hey, I think we're not getting all of our mail. And then they launched an investigation to find so out UPS what was going on. So UPS had to launch the UPS had to figure it out. So anyway, that is, and and uh, the United States Postal Service at work. Again, the, all it would have taken would be one guy to go, there's Wait, no way there's that no UPS way, yeah. is headquartered here in this, this shoddy apartment building. Like, there's just no way. There's well, no way. That's the thing is we're seeing shoddy apartment. I wonder what he really lived in. Mm. Shoddy apartment. Shoddy, shoddy yeah, apartment. it was just apartment building, and like it was not. He wasn't in a nice area. It wasn't. A, it was. It was an apartment. <sighs> building. So yeah, pretty crazy stuff. People and, ask uh, more questions. If it seems fishy. Ask more questions. Okay, and here's the thing, and, and this is to you, to you, the listener. If you're thinking about lying about something that you think is nothing, it's not that big a deal, you can pull it off. This is where it ends. This is where it ends, all right? Stealing from UPS in five years in jail. Five years of jail time. <laughs> just study for that test, all right? Do it. Do your. You just get ready for you, finals. You get it done. Just, yeah, put the time in. You don't want to be ending up here. But it's true. There is no lie that does not get bigger. Oh, man. Every lie gets bigger. So don't do it. I just, mean, watch the movie Liar Liar or Big Fat Liar. Yeah. It never works out. Those are great movies, by the way. I'm not sure I'd use them as like parables for life, but they're really yeah. Not. I mean, you know, they're not, but anyway. Still great movies, though. But this is just funny and stupid. So anyway, uh, yeah, guy changes the address of UPS. Also, if you're thinking, oh my gosh, that would be so funny. I'm going to do that to my ex-girlfriend. You could go do to jail. jail. Do not do that. Don't change someone's address. Ven- vengeance mail fraud is just as just bad. not a good idea. Particularly if you listen to the last episode where we find out that governments are tracking our faces. And the Postal Service definitely has oh, yeah. cameras. I'm going to carry oh, yeah. my parents paranoia from last episode over to this episode right Man. don't do it they know who you are if you're going to do it wear a Richard Nixon mask that's all I'm saying your tinfoil hat's a little crooked Chris I gotta... did the end is near a robot overlords are coming <laughs> I'm going to say that in every episode by the way you know the Segway story I told the other day yeah and I was like have I said this before I listened to two episodes before that yes I had told that story before I'm mm-hmm. basically on repeat with the Segway story yeah anyway well Segway so um hey I Trump Donald Trump God bless him. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, oh, God bless him. I mean, you hope. I mean, I don't. I'm not like God smite him. I will. But no, no, no. Times. No. Okay. I, just I, take I, his phone away. We've, we've. Okay. We've, we talked about this. That I, I just wish. I just wish I could go to the school, drive to school with my kids in the morning one day, and not have to hear the word porn star. I wish. <laughs> I just wish I could oh, drive man. to school one day and not have to hear about the president's affair with a porn star, right? Like, that's what I, I wish. It has not happened in, what, like three months? Yeah, because that happened three months ago. It's insane. So, oh, on yeah, the, so it's, on, still, it's still relevant because it's the only thing that they can— like argue about because he really hasn't done any well, other well nothing I'm, that drastic I will stand by my assessment that I, I I put forth in the Republican primaries Donald Trump is an ass I will stand yeah. by that however I have to say things are moving like if you look at foreign policy stuff uh, for instance the, the Korean Peninsula Peninsula the Korean Peninsula if you will just uh, push the glasses up just the, well cool, I just mm. do it um Dude, there's stuff happening. There was this the major summit between the North and the South. Yeah. Officially ending yeah. the Korean War. Right? That's huge. No, which which I thought, because when I, when I heard that it was happening, because I, like, 
they announced that it was happening, I thought that's not going to end well. And then no. it did. No, you expected snipers to pop yeah. out. Or, or the, and it the, ended great. It ended really good. And all of a sudden, you know, Kim Jong-un is, looks like a jolly round man from the north. He doesn't, yeah. you know, he's not he's not ominous. He's smiling like he wants to go get a Coke. I, it's weird. It's, it's crazy. And then... Yeah. It sounds like you have a story that pushes this even further. Well, yeah, but but just continuing on that, so the North Korea is also talking about like they they've we've seen that they're starting to dismantle the nuclear testing, which again is they already have the nuke, so whatever. But but they're they're dismantling yeah. that. There's actually movement as opposed to years past where we've had well the North agrees to do this, but then they don't do it. They don't do it right, and and obviously we don't have inspectors in yet and all that stuff. And and I think anytime you're dealing with North Korea, you have to kind of you go, eh, we'll see, mm-hmm. but. A story out today, Trump meets three Americans held in North Korea as they arrive in the U.S. These people have been hostages or, or captives in North Korea. And all of a sudden, prior to the summit, as a gesture of goodwill, because apparently the summit with Donald Trump uh, and Kim Jong-un has been announced. Uh, it's been announced and they're going to meet in Singapore, actually. <laughs> so that's actually happening. In June, the president of the United States is meeting with the Kim Kim Jong-un. Um, they released these these three uh, these three captives. This is great. I mean, it's a real like it's a real. Yeah. There's sort of like a real movement in foreign policy. Well, yeah. Like, I mean, so a while back there was the young American that was released, but there was even some like discrepancy on that. But now, like, reading the article that you that that we were that we're looking at, I mean, yeah. I'm not. There's okay. there's, there's some movement that's happening, and it. So there's part of Something's me that's, working. that's super conflicted because I, I don't, I, okay, I, and anytime you say Donald Trump and you, you point out his personal failings, someone goes, well, he's better than Hillary. Yeah. He's better than Hillary. And I, I'm going to agree. Hillary is, oh, I'm not going to agree. I'm just going to say, I'm going to agree. Hillary would have been terrible. Yeah. I, I don't think any of this type of stuff would have happened under Hillary or anybody else, honestly, because I think what you do get with Donald Trump is you get a really different perspective in the presidency. Yeah. I just wish I didn't have to hear the words porn star every morning when I listen to the news on the way to school with my kids. Like, mm. and so as a, as a as a Catholic, what's my what's my take on Donald Trump's presidency? Well, in foreign policy, it seems like things are moving. Things are moving, right? And and he seems to be doing some good things. I, I can't. I have to give credit yeah. to that. Well, and honestly, it honestly sounds like. I mean, so what? He's been in the presidency already for what a year? About yeah, yeah about year, a year. Year and over. I don't really know. Yeah. And so I, th- I, feel, I feel like we got this, to this point where <clears throat> he gets elected. You know, he's doing his Donald Trump thing. Gets in there and goes, "Oh crap! <laughs> like this is this is a real job." And now we're seeing what it looks like when he buckles down. Granted, it, there's we have like. I feel like we shouldn't have to look for the redeeming qualities <laughs> of our president amongst yeah, everything true. else. You know, they used to say with but Ronald still. Reagan that the reason he was so effective against the Soviets is because they just didn't know how to anticipate him. Like, they just didn't know. Like, And I think they really believed that that Reagan was going to do what he said yeah. he would do. And I think maybe we're seeing that with Trump, and, and I hate to compare Reagan to Trump, but, but with North Korea, that they're looking at Trump going— no, this could he really could, he could this could this. really yeah. be a war. I like, was literally I don't, thinking the same yeah, thing. Like, like, I don't like, like, like this guy is just as like off kilter just a little bit as as we are. 
let's not push the button. Yeah, when North Korea's going, no, man, this guy could do it. Yeah. I don't know. It's like when, 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 yeah, basically when North Korea's going, no, he might be crazy. Yeah, that's bad. That's, and like yeah. when North Korea is saying he might be crazy. But I think, I think probably North Korea has to understand that they're not beloved in their population as much as that's what they show the world. People are starving. And if you had an occupying force coming in, more than likely, there would be plenty of people who immediately ran to the other side. Oh, yeah. And so maybe that's why the, the, the regime is saying, we, okay, we need to start making some moves here or it's going to get ugly fast and we're going to lose this thing. I'm kind of wondering to see what, what's going to happen once you know, the borders really do come down in Korea. If they come you know, down. If they come that's down. a big if. And the other thing, I think that grain of salt in this North Korea thing is this is North Korea's playbook, right? Yeah. They go, oh, no, we're great. We're friendly. We're not doing yeah. anything. And then they, let's get some treaties so we can get some more money yeah. into North Korea. They do that, and then they immediately go back to their yeah. old ways. So, I, you know, grain of salt. But so the Trump, I'm conflicted because you got another story right now on the border where Homeland Security is separating families of illegal border crossing crossers so so for instance if you if and the law is um when people cross the border at other than a port of entry so like if you're if you're coming into you know coming across the border in california but you're not doing it the border crossing yeah. in san diego or Calexico, okay. um then you are that is a, a criminal offense yeah. um and when people like if you were a and this is the rationale if you're a if you're a, if you create a criminal offense they don't let your kids stay with you while you're being prosecuted well, for your criminal offense, apparently, yeah. right? That, and so they're saying, we, hey, this is the law of the United States. When adults yeah. <clears throat> do criminal things, their kids get taken, taken away. away for the safety of the kids. These people are doing criminal things. They don't have a right to a different set of rules than U.S. citizens yeah. would in this situation. And that's their position. I don't know if it's exactly the same thing. <sighs> I, I, and I... And I but that's and so that's what the Homeland Security Secretary is saying, and she's saying, "Hey, these are the laws of the United States. If you don't like them, then Congress needs to change them. But we have to enforce them as they're yeah. written because it's not the job of this department or of individual agents to rewrite the laws. Yeah. That happens through Congress, and I think that's a strong point. Um, I, you know, I, I look at." And again, this is, again, it's another reason why, as a Catholic, we need to be engaged in the political process, because that is the truth. Like, how laws change is through legislation. legislation. How does legislation change? Through elections, as right? We well, yeah, exactly. And so, uh, you know, if you don't like these laws, then we have to then deal with that yeah. through the legislative process. And it shouldn't just be fiat by the courts. It shouldn't just be fiat by individual agents or, or regions. It should be. Yeah. If the law is the law, it's the law. And we should enforce the law. I, and I, I'm, I agree with that. I think maybe this law doesn't seem right. Because it's a different situation when you're... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, okay, we're... Uh, and when you're... Because there's, there's, they don't understand or know when they come over. Like, there isn't like a sign of all the rules as they're trying to... Yeah, but we're okay. I, I yes and no. I mean, I think if they I, this hasn't been being enforced, yeah. as I think what I'm reading here, and as it is enforced, news will spread. Oh yeah, right. And so there's that. That'll um, be that'll be more of a detraction. Well, yeah, it won't stop people, but it'll be a detraction for sure. Right. So, but it, you know, but again, this is one of those things where it's Catholics. And there's there's the there's the you may be a Republican or you may be a Democrat you may think this about immigration you may think that about immigration, but as a Catholic I think we do have to say that the family is a sacred thing. Yeah, 
and to take children away from their parents, you don't do that yeah. lightly. Um, and it shouldn't just be a procedural thing. Yeah. Again, I, I, and I'm not saying that Homeland Security is doing anything wrong. I'm not saying the border control aid services are doing it. These aren't terrible, horrible people. I'm not saying that. They're just following what they're being told. And if the law needs to change, the law needs to change. And then we need to do that. Um, But this is another Trump thing. Obviously, border border enforcement's gotten a lot stronger. Yeah. Well, and and again, like I I do, I get with with a dad that had migrated here and became a citizen. Like, I definitely agree that, yeah, the. I, I would love to see the borders get a little stronger, you know, and, and that those those borders are upheld and we're not just letting anybody in. But I also do agree that, like, as a family with a dad that came here, like, different set of rules for people that that are either seeking asylum or families in this case, you know, like, keeping together, like, how do we make those laws change and be the loudest ones because you, you also know that whichever side the person who's throwing those laws out, yeah, they're going to be well, louder against whatever you know, other I, side is. You got, two, you got two things, right? You have the right of people to immigrate, right? It's a human right, uh, the church at least says, that people should be able to, to move, yeah. to immigrate, to cross borders. Like that's a, they, they say that's a, a human right. The church does, or at least uh, the recent popes have said that. Um, so that's one side. The other side, the, the, the church says that, that, that countries have the right to look out for their citizens. They have the right to regulate immigration yeah. to a degree. They have a right to know who's coming and why, right? And so you've got both of those kind of dueling rights. And so I, I think what everybody can agree right now is that the United States immigration system is a mess. And how do we fix that so that people who are coming here can come here in orderly fashion? But in the same respect, it can be done in a way where we're not getting the people that like terrorists or yeah. whatever. And I think that's that's always the red flag, right? It's terrorism. terrorism. And it's that it's also that you have six you know million people in the country who are who have come in illegally who are then using services and all of those things. And how you know what? Okay, so now you're weighing the rights of those people versus the rights of citizens, and and where does mm-hmm. that all come into play? And and then you also above it all you have Christ's command to love your neighbor. Right. To, yeah. as, as you know, as you love yourself um, to do unto others as you would have done unto mm-hmm. you. Right. Um, Jesus said last, you know, in the gospel last week, you know, um, you know, if you love me, you keep my commandments. My commandment is that you love. Right. And so I think there's a couple of different levels how we deal with this. Right. You've got the government level where the governments have to legislate and look out for the rights of citizens. They have to do mm-hmm. that, right? Um, there's, and so we should have, we should, we should reform our, our, our system so that it at least makes sense and that's enforceable. And I'm not, you know, that may be stricter. It may be looser. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't really, I'm not even getting into that argument. I'm just saying right now it ain't working, right? That's one thing. On the, on the level of like the people who are enforcing the law, you have to enforce the laws it's written. Yeah. You can't just decide, well, we're not going to enforce the law. That's the law is the law is the law. If it's the law, it has to be enforced. Third level, you have the right of the, the role of an individual. Mm-hmm. So what is my role as an individual when I encounter people who have come across the border illegally or who are trying to or whatever or being held in, in camps on the border because they're not being allowed to immigrate forward? I think our role then is to love and be compassionate, yeah. you know, and to treat the alien as as a, as a, a neighbor and a friend, mm-hmm. you know. So it's a lot. It's a very, very complex, complicated Thing. Yeah, and again, like just because, um, just because of, of of my father, like I have definitely some 
strong opinions. But again, my dad came through during the Reagan administration when when a lot of those, like there was a, something that they had done that encouraged people and helped people get into the country. But again, they're also like a process of how everything's done. Right. And like your dad came in from the Philippines. Yeah. Which is, it was a U.S. territory, At the time, right? yeah. So it was much easier to, to immigrate. Yeah. My When my grandpa came over, and I, honestly, I don't know if he immigrated legally, illegally, mm-hmm. what the status was at that point. But he, I think he was, he might have been born here. So kind of like an anchor baby, right? Like yeah. he was born mm-hmm. here, he got citizenship, he went back to Italy, lived in Italy until he was 12, and then he came back to the United States, right? But a slur for Italian people, it was uh, without papers, a WAP. A wop. It's just a dirty wop <laughs> without papers, right? Wow, yeah. I, I, I've got to be honest. I've never actually heard oh, a yeah. wop oh, yeah, without yeah. papers. So it's funny. We forget like this, like, you know, and again, I, and I'm not justifying any anything, but like, it's easy to go like, well, this is just racist against yeah. the Hispanics. Nah, we've no, been we've pretty been, terrible yeah, to everybody. <laughs> so there was the Irish, there's the Italians, yep. there's the Polish, and there's the most recent waves of Hispanics. What's different about Hispanics is there's not an ocean between the United States and yeah. Mexico and Central America. It's And so the numbers are so much more massive. Um, you know, one of the other things that, that they just did is they've the the Trump administration has rolled back um, these protections for immigrants from Honduras. There's a hurricane in Honduras in 1998, and and so as an emergency measure, there's a protection put in place for people who are immigrating from Honduras that they could come in sort of protected status. Well, they, I think, that, and again, this is one of those things where you're like. Well, it kind of makes sense. Homeland Security and basically the Trump administration said, you know, 1998 was kind of a long time ago. Yeah. So it seems like the people who were there because it was bad, you know, they probably should go home now. Mm -hmm. That's what Trump is saying or the Trump administration is saying. And again, it was supposed to be – and what I'm looking at, what it's called, it's the temporary – uh, temporary protective status is what it's called. Mm. Temporary is that word. But the thing about temporary in terms of government is it's never temporary. We're going to have a temporary sales tax increase. <laughs> right. Like it's never temporary, right? Like, and so, no. and again, and I understand how a law that says people can immigrate here um, that was supposed to be temporary can keep getting pushed back and pushed back and pushed back because you people have yeah. been, begin to have homes and lives it should have been pushed back a long time ago if they're going to do it because it's now it's been 20 years right like in 20 years people came here they had children and 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 they had lives right and now and now there's the government saying well you're not have protected status anymore you have to go back to honduras i guess that's that's the question is like how do we feel about making those families uproot and leave within that sense of that it was supposed to be temporary now that it's been 20 years. Well, they should have been, and I think the government standpoint would say they should have been leaving of their own as things improved. The problem is, no matter how much things have improved, it ain't the United it's, States it's, of America, right? And, you know, so there's there's all these questions. Anyway, uh, you know, poli- I like talking about politics, I like struggling with it. Um, it's a weird place we're in and I think as Catholics you know again we talked about Met Gala last episode we I, I, here's the thing you, I think you have to take away is you know you can as, as a Catholic we in, in elections we have to kind of like try to find the, the least least worst yeah you know the least the lesser worst, like, of, do of the, two evils right do the least evil kind yeah. of thing right um, but so I you know so so you voted for Trump in the last election 
because he was the lesser of two evils. And I, and I think that argument can absolutely be made, that he yeah. was the lesser of two evils. You look at, at what the Democrats and Hillary Clinton in particular say about oh, abortion, and he's, it's just hard to say anything he's going to be doing is worse than that atrocity, right? Okay, lesser of two evils. With that said... We don't have to sit by and endorse him everything yeah. he does. You can't, I, I just don't think a Christian, like we lose total credibility when we refuse to say that he's a scummy person. Yeah. Like, no, he, he's better than what it could have been. Some of the things he's doing are very good, but his personal life yeah. is abhor- abhorrent. Yeah. And we have to say that. Well, and I think, but I think that still goes back to, to the whole thing that we were talking about a while ago. A while back was in order to like somebody, you have to like everything about them. You don't have to you like have everything. To, or you not, not not like, but accept everything about them. You know, right. like, I mean, the president, he was the lesser of two evils. But I think where well, the yelling you, across yeah. across the aisle is happening is, well, you voted for him. So you must agree with everything. Heck no, he don't agree right. with everything. Well, and again, I think it's the same thing if you voted for Hillary. And again, for, and I don't know how you do the mental gymnastics to get there. But if yeah. you did, because Trump is so evil, I think on the other side, you have to stop and go, well, dang, there's some movement in North Korea that hasn't happened under any other president, I got to give him some props there. Right? Well, I, but I think that is where, like you had been, like you have been saying, where you're hearing after three months the continuous talk about the whole porn star thing. Oh, good lord! Like, like that is, if when you're looking at it, there's no other way to look at it. Is that they're trying to throw everybody off to still be up in arms about this one thing, to ignore the fact of the of this one moment because they don't want to admit. That he did something that, for humanity, it yeah. was good. He brought three people back, I, and so I'm too, I'm conflicted too because I don't want to hear porn star every single morning. I really don't. I really don't. I exactly. Really don't. However. I don't think it should go unnoticed. I don't think as Americans we should be like, and this is what really bothers me about some people, some Catholics in the Republican Party, who are like, it's not a big deal, all right? Oh, no, it's, it's a huge deal. What he does with personal life is, is personal life. So there's one part of me that goes, no, the, he, the, all of the crap that he's going through, he deserves to go through because he's never once came out and said, I made a mistake. It was horrible. It was 10 years ago. My life has changed since then. I'm mm-hmm. a different man, and I want to prove that to you. He's denied, 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 denied. Denied, 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 or minimized, 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 yeah. minimized. So, so yeah, I, I think on the respect, you you reap what you sow. I just wish he hadn't sown it. Yeah. Right. But I don't think that negates away from things he's doing well. He's doing well. Yeah. The things he's doing bad. He's doing bad. I. I but I think as a fair-minded person, we have to look at both sides and say he isn't entirely good, but there are some good things that are happening. He isn't entirely bad. Yeah. You know, um, so I, I think that's the position you got to take. And, uh, you know, and then as Catholics, we need to continue to push to love our neighbor mm-hmm. and to try to work through the legislative process to get more just laws. Like if you think there's a problem with the immigration system, then you need to be yeah. working through the legislative process. That means you can't be a gimme to the Democrats and you can't be, be a gimme yeah. to the Republicans. It means you have to talk. You have to write in. You have to make noise. You have to organize in such a way that they go, dang, the Catholic vote. We need to get the get Catholic, the Catholic vote. Yeah. And it's just not a gimme. We can't just, we just can't go, my favorite book is the Bible. And all of a sudden they're going to vote for me, right? <laughs> the answer is Jesus. <laughs> right. You can't, there has to be something that you have to show us and you have to make movement yeah. on it. And again, I, I, again, back to Trump, he talked a big talk, but you look at his judge appointments, you look at the work he's doing, yeah. it's hard to say that on those fronts, he's a disappointment. I think his personal life's a scandal and I hate it. Yeah. 
So anyway. Agreed. Well, Not hey, that we didn't agree with, or we did not agree with. We just crossed the 31-minute mark, Vinny, so we are coming to another end of the afternoon morning show. Aw. It's been a pleasure being with y'all. We hope you enjoyed the show. If you do, go ahead, go to iTunes, give us a review. Please. Let us know what you think, and um, we'll be back again uh, next week with a couple more episodes. <laughs> the Afternoon Morning Show was brought to you by Everyday Catholic. You can find more information at everydaycatholic.com. You can follow me on Twitter at cmuller tweets and Vinny where can they find you Uh, Twitter and Instagram at Vinifred God bless we'll catch you guys next time bye